to the While You Are Single podcast. O.J. Tokes' new, revised, and updated book, While You Are Single, A Guide to Finding and Keeping the Right Mate for Your Life, is now available. For more details about the book, please visit whileyouaresingle.org. Meanwhile, enjoy the podcast. Here is O.J. Tokes. If things don't work out in a relationship... Do people feel like there is hope for a better relationship? What basically the question is, how are people feeling, especially in Christian circles? Is there hope that there's something better out there? Based on your experiences in relationships, do people feel like there's something better? Do people feel like there's hope to have a better relationship? Okay. One person here. Hi, my name is Indidi. So I would say yes because they go back to relationships. They keep looking for okay. relationships. Okay. And they keep entering those relationships. So I guess that would make it seem like they have hope that that relationship or relationships will, you know, work out. Okay, so basically, yeah. <laughs> the fact that someone is still trying yeah. is there's hope there's for hope. something better. Okay. Mind, there's hope that it's better. Yeah. Okay. Back there. I'm Patricia. I think it depends how long you've been out there that sometimes you can lose hope. I think that's common. I think um, we know who to go to, to God, who overcome that. But I think in general speaking, I think people can lose hope and we have to be encouraged again and not feel like that's it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyone else? Uh, hey guys, I'm David and um, I don't know if I can answer the questions correctly or not, but I think there's always hope and um, I've taught my kids and try to practice it in all my, in my own life that as you're you know going through relationships if you're in that going through relationship spell if you look at them right and you you know inventory yourself and all that they should generally lead you on a better you know should get better and better and better as you go along and you look at yourself right that's what I try to do and you know if something doesn't work out you know, really look at it. And the main thing for me, above all things, is to make sure that my heart is right. There's no toxicness that gets down in there. And I get my heart before the Lord and let Him clean and wash and show me. And then I'm, you know, I'm more equipped to move forward. You know, I think like Patricia said, it depends on how much time. Sometimes it don't take long. Sometimes it may take months, you know. But Okay. Years, okay. <laughs> okay, hi, uh, I'm Antonio. Okay. Uh, I have known some people who uh, give, up, give up hope because according, according to uh, Ephesians 1, uh, we are all to, uh, uh, to seek the hope of the calling of God in Jesus Christ. So uh, some Christians have uh, given up hope because they don't seek the, the calling of God in Jesus Christ. Okay. So uh, in, not in all cases. So uh, they don't walk in faith. They believe in the Lord, but they don't, they, they don't seek the hope of, the, of God in Jesus Christ. Okay. Thank you. All right. 
is it appropriate to jump right into another relationship after breaking up with someone? <laughs> Anyone wants to re respond to that? I mean, I'll say, why not? If the person you were with previously was the wrong person, and you just met the person who is the right person, why not? So it's appropriate to jump right into another one. Go for it. Okay. Anyone else? <laughs> okay. Uh, good evening, everyone. My name is Eleanor. I honestly believe it depends on the circumstances because how long was it that you jumped right after the last relationship? And depending on, you know, what happened. So I'm kind of like, I'm kind of like with Tim. Uh -huh. It depends on the circumstances. Okay. So. Anyone else? What about three hours? <laughs> Good evening, my name is Isaac. Um, I had something like this happen to me. Of course, I didn't go that, that route, you know. I, I didn't jump into another relationship. I'm just saying that um, there was this one relationship that came to an end, and uh, I was dealing with that. And then this other person came into my life. This person, I had already had um, a history of knowing them. So it was kind of like, you know, we had been friends for some time, you know, and anyone could have told me, anyone from the outside looking in, they could have said, hey, well, you know, here's your opportunity, you know, look, uh, you know, maybe that other relationship didn't work out, but here's a girl that, you know, you already know her, you already have a history, you know, of, of getting to know her, you can just, you know, ease your way on in. But, you know, um, looking back, um, thank God that I didn't because... Now I've seen how her life has taken a turn with some bad relationships and some bad, you know, decisions she's made. And so I think that would have hindered my walk with the Lord, um, and we, I probably wouldn't even be here. Okay. All right. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Um, now, to be honest with you, I actually done that. Um, but... <laughs> Oh, um, but and and the thing is, it it, it wasn't no it wasn't a good experience um towards the other girl that that I did jump to the relationship, because the problem was that of course I had you know of course I had issues with the uh with the ex, so it's not a good idea to do that. I mean, I'm I'm saying my honest opinion. Okay, thank you. Anyone else? All right, Rebecca in front. Hi, I'm Rebecca. Um, I was just going to say I agree with Eleanor about depends on the circumstances, but um, I would say in most cases, kind of like what Antonio was saying, that it's probably not a good idea because I think when you're when somebody's in a relationship, there's there's a lot of there's more there's emotions involved, and if you jump to another relationship, you're carrying that those same emotions with you into a new relationship uh, that might be negative. Um, also, I think there's more of a tendency to compare um, a new person to the last person, and um, you know that person will be looking at every move the new person makes, and you know comparing it to the last person versus giving that person a chance with a clean slate of who they are as a unique person. So I think it's important to have time in between to have to create that clean slate emotionally, mentally, you know, spiritually to um, get, get off on the right foot with a new person. Okay, thank you very much. For those that said, no, you should not jump right into um, a, a new relationship after you've broken up from a previous one, 
then how long is it appropriate to wait before getting back into the dating scene? Okay, see somebody here? Personally, me, I said when you can think about that, another person without comparing, thinking about your ex, that's me. Because when I moved here, I was in a relationship and I waited to like about almost eight years, you know, because I still had those feelings or what. So personally, me, I say it takes time because you are going to compare. Trust me, it, it happens. Okay, thank you. Anyone else? I just wanted to say something real quick. It's just real quick, but um, if someone is not in your heart, the Bible says to guard your heart for it's a wellspring of life, but a lot of times we open our heart when we're dating, and once someone's in your heart, if someone's still in your heart, they're going to be in your mind. It's all going to process through. So if they're still in your heart, I would say wait. Okay, thank you. I was just going to say that um, kind of piggybacking on what you you guys both said that um, generally in a relationship when it ends somebody was invested more and somebody maybe was already in the process of hmm, this might be ending so if you if you're the one that was most invested and most hopeful then you might have to take a longer time to heal um, and um, the other thing is is that I've heard through you know I'm in, I have, I'm a social worker counselor, that a lot of times as long as you were in either a serious relationship or marriage, it can take up to amount that amount of time to get over. So if you were in a serious relationship for two to three years, it could take up to, not that it has to, but it could. But with God, God, can, God is a, an amazing healer. Anyway, just a couple of thoughts. Okay. Um, the question was, how long should we wait? Yep. So I think every, like we're all saying, it depends. Every story is different. Um, I agree with the, the healing and the, what you said, Dana, that is so true. Like if you weren't in it, you probably would get over it like overnight. <laughs> or not that quick, but you know. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, that's possible. I mean, depending on how that went. But I think as Christians, when we want to start something new, and I agree with the whole feeling things, if you, I, I've tested that. I, I agree with that a lot because I said, okay, do I still think of so-and-so? Okay, not yet. <laughs> I, wanna, I, I like to gauge that, you know, how I'm thinking about somebody from the past. But um, I think if we were interested in somebody after, let's say, even six months, and let's say people would say that's too, too soon, I think just to acknowledge a friendship would not be bad. I think the slow process could be, you don't have to, why do you have to say I'm interested? Why not, let me see if this person's even gonna be someone that's possibly gonna be in my life. Because I think what it, it boils down to is, we don't wanna just date and then meet someone else and then meet someone else. You know, we wanna wait to meet the right one and you can't, know that person until you get to know them. So why say you're dating or why say you're moving forward? Let's just make that atmosphere to, so that maybe if down the line it's possible. You know what I mean? Thank I, you. I just think that would be the healthier approach on the process, you know? Okay. I'm just going to 
just going to say real quick, the biggest thing you have to remember is when you're in a relationship, you have created a soul tie. So the healing process also has to be a part of breaking that soul tie. And a lot of people take that for granted because they think, oh, I'm over this person, but you are actually still chained because I'll never forget the pastor who showed on stage how everyone is linked to every single relationship you've ever been in. So the feeling, the heart, all that, it's all encompassed in the fact that you have a soul tie with that person because you did put some intimacy in that relationship at some point. Okay. All right. Um, I was going to say something, but Patricia, hi. <laughs> you like said it really well because I, um, I was just thinking of a story of a woman who got married. Um, I don't know if you all have heard of her, but her name is Nancy de la Moss. And she has a Revival Hearts ministry. And she was single up until like in her mid-60s. And the man that she married um, was friends with her, he and his wife, but his wife passed away of cancer. And um, after they got married, his, uh, he found out that his wife had even told um, a friend of theirs that if he were to get remarried, he'd want, she'd want him to marry Nancy. Oh, really? And yeah, but it started out as, you know that story? It's beautiful, but they started out as friends, and, you know, they had a very healthy courtship, you know what I mean? Like, they had good intentions, and, you know, he courted her, so it was a beautiful process, and, you know, it didn't seem like they were rushing into anything, but it was not long after she passed away that he did get remarried, so I think it's totally circumstantial, and as long as you're you communicating with God, like the Bible says, if you acknowledge him, he'll direct your steps. So just acknowledge him throughout every step, every day, every all the time, you know, and then he'll direct you. Okay. So, yeah. Last person. Right here. So I'm uh, Mary Alice. So I think I think it's really funny how she just mentioned about looking to God to lead you. Mm -hmm. And I've actually been a widow for twenty five years and not when after my husband passed, um, of course, I, I was very self-destructive and didn't want to even think of being with anyone else. So um, just recently, my daughters kept telling me, Mom, you need a date. And I'm like, I don't want a date. And they're like, it's been long enough. And I'm like, no, it hasn't, because I still think of my husband. But um, coming to your ministry has really helped me in finding God to direct my steps to be the person that I want to be if I do get in a relationship. So I just want to say thank you because it's been amazing since I've met you and read your book. And I'm really looking to God for that right person to come into my life. And so are my daughters. <laughs> thank you. Give yourselves a round of applause. Thank you for listening to the podcast. We hope you are informed, inspired, and impacted. If you'd like to learn more about O.J. Tokes, his books, blog, music, and his monthly ministry for singles, please visit whileyouaresingle.org. That is whileyouaresingle.org. If you've been blessed by the podcast, we encourage you to please share with your friends. Until next week's podcast, take care and stay blessed.